Hello and welcome to another episode of Sparkins Mini Movie Review, the podcast where we talk about new and recent movies. I'm your host, Zen, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back again for another fun-filled episode, and hope all of you are doing well. If you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can find them at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search engine, and I'll guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. And uh, there will be some mild spoilers in this, not too much. We're going to try to keep it as light as possible. Uh, so let's actually get to it, because this is a film which, surprisingly, took us a little bit of time to watch, because, well, reasons. But we're going to be talking about the 28th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Can you believe we're already up to 28? I feel like I can't believe it, and I feel like somehow that number feels small at the same time. True. It's crazy that there's 28 in this series, but it's actually pretty impressive. And the movie we're talking about is, the, like I said, the 28th film in the cinema, Marvel Cinematic Universe and also the 5th film in the Phase 4 of the MCU. And this is a sequel, so it's not the first one. And this is, we're talking about... Doctor Do- Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, the sequel to Doctor Strange, which came out a couple of years ago, back in 2016. And this one is has a new director, still written by Michael Walden, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chiwadal Ijefor, Benedict Juan, Chochitl Gomez, Michael Strohan, and Rachel McAdams. And this came out on May 2nd, 2022. Sorry, and- it took us a while to see it because of me. It took me a while. But we finally were able to watch it, and let's give you our initial thoughts about this unique film. Now, first off, this is the first real MCU film that you kind of have to have watched other things to understand what's going on. Because this deals with the multiverse, this deals with the repercussions from WandaVision, and I think the end of Loki. I think, yeah. And te- I think you, you don't have to have watched a Loki you had to have watched at least um, WandaVision and also Spider-Man No Way Home. You can't not have seen any WandaVision to watch this. Because we are no longer the point where it's like, you could just jump in and know what's going on. It's no. Right? It's, it's not, you can enjoy a movie. It's You have to just get in, know what's going on, and enjoy the ride. And it is a very well-developed, because we're officially in, like I said, we're in the universe now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts now. All the characters are around. There's references to Spider-Man. There's references to Wong, Thanos, tons of cameos that we're not going to talk about. Some are very shocking. And one, I well, I saw it a little bit earlier than Greta. I watched it two times. The first time when certain characters showed up, the theater cheered and screamed just because of the awesomeness of it. But, so... This film is about Doctor Strange. It has been a couple of months after No Way Home. And his life has come to kind of an interesting point of view. And he ends up running into America Chavez. This teenager who's capable of traveling the multiverse. Going from one place to the other. And she's being chased by these weird, evil demons. Doesn't know why, but they're following her throughout the multiverse. And he is going to need help from tons of sources in order to save the day and protect this young girl with this mysterious power. And while he deals with this, he ends up having to go through the multiverse and deals with uh, variants of himself and a villain who is truly, 
I don't want to say awe-inspiring, but kind of terrifying. Like mega villain. I don't I don't want to spoil anything. No. Stay tuned for afterwards for slightly more candid feelings on the villain. And meanwhile, also in this film we have Wanda Maximoff, who is, like we said, dealing with the repercussions from WandaVision, the fact that her children no longer exist. So she has to deal with that, and it's following her, Steven, and America Chavez as they but this deal with really all this has, going on. It really has a lot to do with the multiverse. It does. So if you don't understand that aspect of it, you have some homework to do. But this film is really well done. And for a little behind the scenes, so this film was planned since 2016. And originally, the original director of Doctor Strange, Scott Derrickson, was supposed to direct. He wanted to have Nightmare as the villain, who's one of Doctor Strange's most disturbing villains. A being who brings the nightmares into existence. But... Because of some creative differences in 2020, he stepped down as director, and they ended up getting Sam Raimi. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Sam Raimi, he is the director of the Spider-Man trilogy, and more importantly, the Evil Dead trilogy. Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Drag Me to Hell. So he does splat stick. So this horror, which is a mixture of horror comedy, constantly works with um, I survived watching Drive Me to Hell. And also, he had always shows his lovely his uh, cars always his Oldsmobile is always in it. But yeah, Drag Me to Hell is a fun movie. It's dark, but it's kind of funny. Also, like I said, I survived that. watching Drag Me to Hell. That's a little bit outside my comfort zone. You liked Army of Darkness. You thought that was funny. It was dumb but funny. No, and I can never look at another fly or button the same way. So he his use of. Specific things are really impactful. Also, he has a very distinctive design for his vision. For example, you do see lots of close-ups of things like when things are being built or you have the protagonist clenching their fist when they're going to kick some ass or winks or very just kind of cool moments. You have sequences where it's from the point of view of the bad guy zooming towards the villain. You have these. He gives you a hero. lot. He gives you a lot to look at in the scary parts, like almost like an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Like he gives you an out on the really, really scary and some weird angles, like when right. things are moving around. Um, where it's still scary, it's still really impactful, but it helps kind of take the edge off. Yeah, where everything's unsettling, and it's great to do that. But he also has some fun elements, and also there are some sequences which are totally. From what's going on, like early on, if you watch a trailer, you see this ripoff of Shomogomo, this giant squid creature chasing after America Chavez, and he's chasing her up a building, and the sequence looks exactly like Spider-Man because it's like the same set. It's like you see the the exact same spot break from where she's standing when Shomogomo attacks it. So it's like, oh, that happens, and it's like, of course, because that's the part of the building that would break if you had a giant no, but that's thing climbing. That's the exact same shot from spider-man with mary jane it's like well it's him you know it's him so he does a great snow white seems to have the same kind of dance with her prince that sleeping beauty and cinderella does so well that's what he's good at and he makes this a great film and let's actually talk about the cast itself and well first off this is elizabeth olsen's movie this is her movie she is the the emotional force of this film i think she carries this really well. I feel like everybody crushed it. Everybody who shows up, even if it was just for a brief cameo, went for it. 
I have some issues with some of the cameos and some of the characters that do show up. And also, Sam Raimi cannot direct kids. Like there are people. That's who- a special talent, though. That is a very specific talent. I think we call it, we talked about it like right after we had seen it. Like that's what made the directors of the Harry Potter movies so successful is because they can really direct kids, and I think it's hard. Yeah, but we've seen these kids act before in a sim- the exact same role, and it's just like is it the direction or is it the ca- editing? No, is it the it's, cutting? It's of the it? directed. But um, we have a lot of people come back for this film. Um, Benedict Wong is just as good as Wong. Wong, uh, you have Chuetel Ejiofor as Mordo, and uh, I feel like Wong uh, has like grown a little bit as Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I feel like he's a little bit more mature, but still kind of funny. Like I don't know, he's Wong. He, he developed a little bit. He's not as slapsticky. I will say that while Elizabeth Olsen is the emotional center of this film, all of it rests on Benedict Cumberbatch. And he does a great job yeah, playing Doctor multiple Strange versions movie. of himself. It's not just the one. We know in the trailers. He deals with several versions. We get Defender Strange. We get Sinister Strange. And then we have our Doctor Strange. Uh, from Officially, MCU is now 616. That's official. It's no longer a, oh, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It's the 616 universe. So, yeah. Hooray! So, for those of you who are geeks and nerds, uh, the visuals are really well done. The film is trippy. And there are some sequences which some people are saying are a little overdone because it isn't what you expected. But you know what? It's a fun ride. There are This movie is flawed, I think, with some elements, but it's a great movie. I will go back to what I was saying before, saying that this is a scary movie. It's like the one of the more scary movies from the Marvel Universe that we've seen, but I love it. It's still true to Marvel. Agreed. I don't want to spoil anything. I want to keep talking about a lot the plot and different specifics. Oh, let's talk about uh, Zochitl Gomez, uh, Zochitl Metal Gomez as America Chavez. I think she's going to be a, a good entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's a really good version of this character, and I think she's going to join. They're setting up the Young Avengers definitely with her. I thought she did an excellent job. I. And they didn't. And something that people were complaining about—they really are very subtle with her uh, LGBT. It's not like they—they they throw it in your face. It's just—it's not it, in your face. But what I like—it's her character, though. It's normal. It's normal. Yeah. There's no like, oh, let's make this character but, exaggerated. But I—but that's what I liked about it is that it's normal. It's usual. It's normalizing the community even more. It's not calling it out like, let's have a. Flamboyant. Let's have the rainbow follow her when she runs faster. Like, it wasn't over the top. It was just, it is it is what it is. Yeah. S- second uh, second uh, gig character, and both were really good. Just, they're real, and I like that. So, anyway, let us know what you thought. We both enjoyed it. Uh, we'll probably do a spoiler review soon. Anyway, hope you enjoyed. Remember to like, share, subscribe. As usual, I am Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time. And keep watching movies. See you later.